episode number 97. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So if you are new to this podcast, welcome. Each week I share on this podcast a stuck story and the process of how I got myself unstuck. And I do this so that you too can learn this process for your life. But before I get into today's story, I would like to remind my listeners that the doors to my online group program called The Getting Unstuck and Living Deliberately Journey are now open. If you have been listening to my podcast for a while, you will know that I created this program pretty recently. It just began a few months ago in January. I wasn't sure when I started the program what the structure of this group would look like. Would I open the group up every month to new participants? Would I open it up every three months? How would the participants who are already in it feel having new people come in all of the time? So this program offers a very sacred place for your own personal growth and development. In this program, we focus on building ourselves up, both as individuals and as people living in the world in relationships with other people. And so on our weekly group calls, there is an opportunity to share what's been going on in your life, and also an opportunity for me to coach you through any stuck spot you may be in. And what just came to me this morning was that I want to keep the group intimate in numbers, and I want the people in the group to feel the safety and security that they're feeling now. So I am opening the doors to the program for the beginning of April, and I don't plan to open the doors again until 2020, at which time I would like to offer this program as a one-year program. Why one year? Because growth is something that happens over time. Think of a a baby or the seed of a new tree or the beginning of a business. These things take time and nurturing and love and support to grow. Not only does change not happen quickly over time, it takes time for you to step into that new you. Let's say, for instance, you were on a path to lose weight, and you did. It's not only that you have a new physical body, but you also have a new perspective on life, and new energy, and a new attitude, and a new emotional body. And all of that takes time to settle into. And so I'm feeling so connected to the people in this current group. I so love each and every one of them. And I realized that what it is that I really want to offer 
is an opportunity where people can journey with me for an entire year and also so that they can build these nice connections with the other people in the group. So if you are interested in joining us now, email me as soon as possible. This will be the last opportunity to join us until 2020. We have a couple of folks from the United States, and we have one person from Israel and one person from England who actually sent me a voice message as a testimonial to this program, and I'd like to share it with you now. She's actually not originally from England, so she doesn't have the English accent that you would expect. Anyway, listen to this from Isabel. Hello, I'm Isabel and I've been a member of the journey since it began a few months ago. There are two things that I particularly love about the journey. The first one is the monthly themes that Shiraz chooses for us because I think they offer a really tangible way for all of us to set a sort of tone for our month. It allows us to focus on a specific area of our life um, which we probably wouldn't have focused on otherwise. Sometimes I find also that self-growth can be intimidating and a little bit overwhelming simply because it's hard to know where to start. But those themes um, make the journey so much easier and accessible to anyone really. The second piece that I wanted to mention is the wonderful support of the little community that Shira has created. It's a really nurturing community where we all hold space for each other. We share our experiences and we are all open to sharing what's good and bad. So it's very refreshing. And it's also a great opportunity to connect with like-minded people from all over the world who are on this self-discovery journey with us. So that sense of community has blown my mind really. Um, I hope you choose to join the journey if that's something you're considering now. And if so, I look forward to meeting you soon. Thank you, Isabel. So if you would like to join Isabel and me and the others in this program, please be in touch with me as soon as possible. Okay, so let's go on to today's story. So I am currently participating in a group right now. And this group is actually a food and body cleanse. This is something I've done in the past, and I'm doing it again now. And I will be dedicating an entire episode around this group process in an upcoming episode. So if this sounds intriguing to you, definitely stay tuned in. And actually, if you are ever interested to learn more about this food cleanse that I'll share with you about, you can also email me because I would be happy to organize at a future time participating in another cleanse with people who are part of my Getting Unstuck world. That would be so amazing. Anyway, this would be done virtually. So wherever you are in the world, you would be able to participate. But for now, I'm one third into the cleanse. The process is three weeks and I'm feeling clear and light, and I'm feeling like I have more energy than I usually do. So what does that look like? Well, one way that is manifesting in my life, there are many ways, but here is one, is that I'm waking up easily in the morning and earlier in the morning without an alarm clock. I actually dedicated 
an episode, it was a long time ago, episode number 26, on embracing your mornings. It was in that episode that I spoke about the power of creating a morning routine. And for me, there is almost nothing as important for my day to be aligned than it is to have a morning routine. It is during that time that I do some yoga and breathing exercises and I meditate and I do some chanting or prayer and I definitely journal. If I don't start out my day with this, I inadvertently will feel that my day will go awry or that I'm just not focused or grounded, which is something I spoke about in last week's episode. Embracing my mornings is so important for me to start my day with the right attitude and the right energy and with optimism and positivity and happiness. So what's the stock spot? When I wake up at four in the morning (laughs) or 4.30 or even 4.45, anything with the number four in it, and my body says, you had enough sleep, Shira, rise and shine. And I look at my watch, I'm like, what? It's four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Who in their right mind would be getting up before five o'clock? You're going to be exhausted later in the day if you wake up now. Go back to sleep, just get a few more minutes in. And then what happens is I go back to sleep because that's what I do best in my life. I think I could win an Academy Award for the person who can fall asleep best as soon as her head hits the pillow. At least that's what my husband says. He always says he's very jealous of me. So what happens is I go back to sleep and I wake up at the same time my kids wake up. And for me, that's the worst because I lose my opportunity to create that miracle morning which there is a book of the same title, but that's not what I'm talking about. So this may seem like a very insignificant stuck spot, but it's actually quite huge because that decision, whether to get up or go back to sleep, will impact my entire day. It impacts how I show up in the world, how I'm being with myself and with others, what actions I take or what inactions I take during the day. I really feel it's all dependent upon what I create in that sacred time in the morning. And by the way, you may be wondering how much time this morning ritual takes. And to answer you, I would say the minimum for me, the minimum is one hour. But often I feel like one hour isn't even enough. I feel rushed or I feel like I need to choose one thing over another because I don't have the time and then I feel like I'm missing something. Like for example, sometimes I'll be in the middle of some yoga and then I look at my watch and I see I only have five minutes before I need to wake up the kids, but I didn't get to the prayer yet and I don't want to feel rushed when I'm praying and so I just don't pray. So ideally, if you're asking me, I need like one and a half hours in the morning which means if I need to wake up my kids at 6.30, then I really need to be awake, have had used the bathroom, warmed up the room if it's cold, set the ambiance with a candle and all that by five in the morning. 
which means I need to get out of bed when my body is telling me it's ready to, rather than resist it. But it's hard because I get stuck on fear. So I was thinking about that today and wanted to share that getting unstuck process with you because while you may not be going through this same exact stuck spot, I am confident you have some fear in your life as fear is probably one of the biggest emotions we feel as human beings. So I lay in my bed this morning and I took myself through the stuck method. S, I just stopped. I didn't get out of bed. I didn't close my eyes. I, I just looked at the ceiling and I breathed. T, I told myself I was stuck on fear. That's the only emotion I could bring to mind. You, uncover, what was I afraid of? I uncovered that I believed I would be exhausted during the day if I wake up at, you know, four in the morning. And I think that was it. I couldn't uncover any more thoughts. I was just afraid of what may be later on in the day. I was just afraid of how I might feel, that I may not be able to make it through the rest of the day if I get up now. Now, is that true? I don't know. It's a future thought. It's impossible to know. I don't know if I'm going to be tired later in the day. I don't know if I'm not going to have energy. I don't know. And so since that belief isn't 100% true, it's an opportunity to move on to the next step. C for consider. So I had a whole bunch of considerations. I considered the number on my watch is arbitrary. I mean, you know, the time. It's really just a number. I don't have to create drama around it. Getting up a half an hour later probably won't make such a huge difference in how I feel later in the day. I considered actually I may feel even more tired if I go back to sleep right now. I considered I won't feel like I'll have more energy if I go back to sleep for just a half an hour. I considered my body knows best. I considered it makes sense that my body is telling me to wake up. I'm eating clean, my body feels light, and so it needs less sleep. I considered I'll make it through the day. (laughs) I considered that I can always take a nap if need be. I considered getting up early will give me the energy I need for later in the day. I considered if I don't wake up now, I'm going to miss out on an awesome morning. I considered what I gain from waking up and I considered what I'll lose from not getting up. And I considered allowing fear to run through me. So that last concept, allowing an emotion to run through you is something I don't stress a lot in this podcast, not because I don't emphasize it when I work with people, I do, because actually that's a very integral part of this work, but rather because, you know what? 
I don't really know why I don't emphasize that so much on this podcast. Perhaps I should start mentioning it more often. When you feel a difficult emotion, anger, frustration, resentment, anxiety, fear, for example, what our natural tendency is to do with these emotions is to resist feeling them. We don't like feeling difficult emotions. We don't want to feel difficult emotions. We are afraid to feel difficult emotions. But actually, emotions are just vibrations in our minds. And if we don't allow ourselves to feel them in the body, they are going to get stuck in the body. And so in the work that we do with getting unstuck in the T-step, we allow ourselves to feel our emotions. And so I told myself, feel the fear, Shira. (laughs) Which I know may sound stupid because what was I afraid of? But in that moment, that stuck spot was real for me. So where did I feel that fear in my body? I felt it in my head and between my eyebrows and generally in my face. And so since I forgot to allow myself to feel my emotions when I was half awake in the T-step, I considered in that moment to feel the fear. And I allowed the fear to run from my head down through my toes. And that was it. I was ready to get out of bed, except for one more thing. Over the last week or so, I have come to realize one of the best ways to get yourself unstuck is to ask yourself one question when you are in the middle of a stuck spot. Maybe it's more like a consideration question. This question just came to me. Definitely it came to me because I'm working with my coach, and so I really give the credit to her. But I'm not going to tell you what that question is because because it would take an entire episode really to speak about it. And I don't want to confuse anyone by sharing it with you now. But if you want to do some getting unstuck work on yourself and see what one question you would ask yourself that could help you get unstuck from any situation, you can post your question on the website page of this podcast episode, or you can email me and I'll respond with what my question is. If you are in the journey program with me, you already know what this question is because I introduced it to the group as a way to reinforce the work we are doing with living our lives deliberately. So let's take a look into your life. Where does does fear show up? You may instinctively say, oh, I don't have any fears. But if you really take a close look at your life, at the different areas of your life, your different relationships, you may realize there is a lot of fear. It could be a fear of sharing something with someone or a fear of insulting them or a fear of hurting someone innocently or a fear of losing someone or a fear of speaking in public That's the biggest fear most people have. A fear of getting hurt. A fear of never feeling loved again. 
a fear of things not working out as you plan, a fear of never finding your true purpose in the world. All of these are fears, of course, and they're future-focused. We don't know if they will happen or not, but what we do know is that staying in the fear, staying stuck on fear, is expending energy that probably isn't serving you. Staying stuck on fear and perseverating over those thoughts, it's like recycling thoughts and not getting anywhere with them, right? How is that helping you? While there is an entire stuck method to go through, one place that you can start today is simply allowing the emotion of fear to run through you. See if you can identify one area of your life where you might be feeling some fear. And then see if you can visualize allowing yourself to feel the fear run through you. You know, I say this is simple because it is simple. It may not be easy at first, but it's simple. That's why the subtitle of my book, Getting Unstuck, is the five simple steps to emotional well-being and not the five easy steps. Allowing yourself to feel your emotion, it doesn't mean acting on it. It doesn't mean if you feel angry to start yelling. It means to allow the energy of the emotion to run through you. This takes practice, my friends, and this is the exact reason I created the online group program called The Journey. The doors are now open if you'd like to join us starting in April. We meet weekly, virtually on the computer, and I am currently looking for four people to join us. If you would like more details, if you're interested to hear more, please email me. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.